Welcome, everybody, to Weave You Yasha, episode 85, the evil within Demon's Head Castle, the clash at Demon Head. Lindsay and I have just gotten finished talking about the Resident Evil movie series, all of which are terrible, with a couple of good moments. Oh, yeah, Lindsay's yeah. here. Oh, yeah, hey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Inuyasha. Uh, Do we say Weave You Yasha? I think so. Okay. Uh... We did. Okay. Resident Evil 2 is out, and it is a really good game. The new remake um, oh. where you run around the police station. Is that that scary one you were telling me about? I may have been where telling you. were me... playing it in, like, with that little thing. Oh, that's Resident Evil 7. Oh, that's, okay. Uh, also very terrifying. <laughs> to the point where you don't even want to play it, but that's a fantastic game as well. Is it like Amnesia? Yes, it's like Ooh. amnesia. It's like amnesia, but you're in it. I and loved amnesia. I was so scary. Yeah. I didn't get very far because I was scared. But and what's the other one? Outlast. Is that by the same company? Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, same sort of deal, I think. And then Soma, and System Shock Two, all these games. <laughs> We're here to talk about though <laughs> the recap that Inuyasha gives us about what they've been doing oh, yeah. since the previous episode. Recap. And we, we get to see Koga use his legs. Again, because they had to put in the clip where he wraps the hair around that branch and then kicks the teeth out again. Yeah, and high kicks his way out. Yes. But the quick cuts m made the, site, uh, the fight look way more exciting than it was in the actual episode. Yes. I'll say yes. that. What they left out was <laughs> that took like, Minutes. Yes, and they <laughs> talked for a very long time. Since we're talking about the previous episode, I just you recall we played a game called What's That Title? Oh yeah. Um, but we should have waited one more episode because the previous episode has a very hilarious title. You remember the normal title? Koga's Ride to Be. The poorly translated title is Super Speed Marriage Deal. <laughs> which sounds like speed dating <laughs> with higher stakes. Like 90 Day Fiance or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, something else, too. Okay. When Ayame is talking about the miasma cloud that's, mm -hmm. that nobody realizes is a clue to mm -hmm. maybe where Naraku's been this whole time, she does say that her gramps thinks it's the smell of an ogre. They use the word oni, but it's translated as ogre. So I'm thinking maybe that threw them off. And it's like, oh, it's just a regular monster over there. Well, I guess we won't think of it. It's a nice monster. Mm. I know that's stretching it because usually our gang is on top of these sorts of things. But um, you know, Gramps is old. <laughs> the sniffer might not be what it used to be. They definitely <laughs> focused on other things during that episode <laughs> and instead decide to wander around in this episode until they come across a field of demonic energy. Yes. With the, I don't know, I don't really remember this lady. And I don't really know what purpose she has served in this episode, except to make me laugh. They had a moment where she could have been useful, but they make sure to state that, no, Moroku had to do this as well. But I guess we'll get to it. She isn't even named in this. They just call her oh. Madam Exorcist or, oh. you know, uh, uh, Demon Slayer gal. <laughs> Maybe they name her in the next episode. I don't know. Maybe they, she is named, but just not within the episode. I should have looked it up. I'll look it up next time. I really like this episode. I thought it was great. Uh, it reminded me of old school Inuyasha. It had some nice creepiness to it. Our gang 
had that nice good old dysfunction that I was missing. Um, yeah. And it wasn't a spotlight episode of like, oh, here uh, Moroku and Sango are dealing with each other, each other or something going on. It was all just everyone got it their was little group moment. Dynamic, yes. Yeah. Even Shippo, I think, said something that made me laugh and go, oh, Shippo. <laughs> that uh, was actually a good snarky comment. He is not in the first five minutes. Like, he is just completely absent. <laughs> and when he showed up, when they're at Demon's Head uh, Castle, I went, oh, Shippo. <laughs> That's right. He's a character. <laughs> they didn't give Shippo anything to do. They just gave him stuff to say. Yeah. Maybe he'll do more stuff in the next episode. But. They actually gave him a good line that I was actually, I, can't, I wish I could remember what it was, but he said something and I'm just kind of like, mm, burn Shippo. Oh, was he, it was at the moment where he's making fun of Inuyasha. Um, oh, wait, that's the previous episode. It was a good, whatever it was, I was just like, ooh. Well, maybe we'll remember throughout Respect, the course of Shippo. our recap. Yeah, he was good. Um so Inuyasha rushes through the field. They find an old woman who is a uh, very poor exorcist indeed. <laughs> She's fighting a weasel demon and is almost eaten. But uh, Inuyasha iron reavers it. And poor little weasel demon. Did you see it? He cut it right in half. Yeah. Well, it was a demon. It was all dying. It was all cute. It deserved it, Lindsay. So Inuyasha gets salt thrown in his face for his trouble. And he's about to punch an old woman, and Moroku has to stop him. And she just keeps throwing salt in Inuyasha's face as Moroku holds him. Cut to later, where I guess they've worked it out, and uh, she's telling him about the curse at Demon Head Castle. How she had to come out of retirement because... Oh, yeah, there was, like, a huge increase in demons. Yes. Which suspicious. Interesting. It's almost like uh, now that they don't have an overlord, demons are just running amok throughout the countryside. She tells the tale of the demon head, which is buried under a castle for luck, but also could be unlucky and ruin your entire castle. So they all decide to go there once she mentions a reward. And Maroku says, oh. yeah, yeah, let's go. We'll split it. That was, everyone's like, no. And then <laughs> reward. And then they just like kind of, uh, they pan, pan back. back over, and Maroku's just missing, and he's already walking with her, like, la, 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 okay. I like that they're <laughs> of the same mind. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get a lot of money for this. Don't you worry. <laughs> the lord of that castle kills a girl with a oh, sword. Oh, yeah, I know. I knew as soon as she opens up that and went, huh, I, oh, girl, you're... You're gone. You're, you're dead. You're turned into a fish egg you're or a frog egg or whatever. <laughs> nope, not even that. They just, they bring her corpse out. <laughs> I have a, I have a little uh, sticking point with that. When they meet up with one of the lord's vassals and he's telling them about what's been going on in the town, he says the lord's been acting really strange lately. He really underplays like how homicidal he is, as though yeah. in this world it's normal for a lord to kill one or two girls and maids. Well, he brings up that they've gone through seven. Yes. <laughs> He's being a little cranky. He's killed like, seven. Anyone who gets close to his, to his room, he kills. It's like, guys, why, why are you still trying to go to his room? <laughs> you should have called us months ago. <laughs> he probably just wants to be left alone. Maybe the demonic aura is making everybody act very foolishly. Yes, the demonic aura that the old exorcist cannot sense. 
I hope that comes back later, but we'll. I guess we'll find out. Um, I know. I'm like, is this because there's something special about you, or is this just because you don't know anything? I guess she's just going to be dead weight throughout the whole episode. She's another Nobunaga. Um, well, I mean, what's at her least name? this episode was about him trying. Yeah, he had an arc. Uh, I don't think she has an arc. She's just kind of there. Unless she's going to be part to of Moroku's harem, but I guess we'll find out. Throw sand at Inuyasha. <laughs> uh, make Inuyasha hide behind Kagome. Oh, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Eh, There's a fun little moment in that previous conversation. Um, quick question about Sango's demon slaying uniform. Has that uh, symbol on her left shoulder always been there? And I've just never noticed. I mm-hmm. thought she was wearing something new. Oh, no. It's like um, the little button on the side. Okay. I don't have my Sango doll up anymore. She's packed, but yeah. I would show you. Yeah, it's just like a little fancy. Okay. Never noticed it before. <laughs> Clothes blindness. Well, you didn't notice Koga's sword either, so. That's true. When I rewatched the previous episode, there's a close-up of it as he's staring at the river. They do a shot where he has his hand on his sword, and then he just lowers it as he's thinking about Ayame. Um, and as like, I... How could I just not... He never uses his sword. He never ever uses it. But I guess almost everyone in that time has a sword. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't use it. It's good to have to tell people don't mess with me. Unless you have a giant boomerang or a staff. It's a real open carry (laughs) kind of society. Oh, that night, the Miko is stretching. Call her the Miko in this for my notes. Madam Exorcist is (laughs) stretching. And they're like, geez... Sure got, do have a lot of energy. And Moroku leans over to Sango and says, we're, we're going to just solve this quickly and get the hell out of here. I don't want to be. Who's that woman? My Enter. lady. <laughs> Beautiful princess. <laughs> I don't care how many long nights it's going to take for me to exercise that demon, but I'm going to. And uh, Sango's eyebrow twitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I thought she seemed suspicious from the get-go. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> but I don't think Moroku really uh, knows it until he checks out the Lord and sees, I don't think, the demonic auras. I guess we can debate whether or not he figures it out when he's walking down the steps, but I think he knows by the time she shows him the dead bodies. Yeah, I think he's like, ah. But he underestimated the um, the uh, miasma because he has that moment where he's like, all right, I'm going to attack. Oh, I can't move. He's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but... They're interrupted by a demon head coming out of the sky, and Sango is so pissed that she throws the boomerang at it, and it doesn't work. And Inuyasha tries the wind scar, and that doesn't work. You almost think it does. Yeah, it stitches back together, and he tries it again, and it doesn't work. And Moroku, that's where he puts a charm on it. It's an illusion. Everything is not what it seems. It's probably this princess who keeps giving me sidelong glances, but I don't know at this point. Yes, because he's like, that wasn't the real demon. It was just an illusion. Mm-hmm. So that night at dinner, they're telling all of this, uh, Madam Exorcist <laughs> is slurping her dumplings or whatever she's eating. I don't care it's for light. it. I hate it. Uh, Moroku explains that it's a diversion. The Madam Exorcist still just doesn't sense anything. She's like, meh, if you say so. Inuyasha is the one who thinks that the Lord of the Castle is to blame because they have that one clue, him killing a bunch of girls. 
So they go, all right, let's let's stare at him through his creepy door. <laughs> yes, it's like, yeah, he's killed seven people who go up to his door. So then Inuyasha's like, oh, let's go up to his door. They had a great moment in probably the dub and the sub that um, the vassal is like, if we get too close, he's going to attack. And then Inuyasha imitates his exact um, cadence versus, <laughs> well, then I'll just attack him back then. Really good. Uh, but Moroku doesn't sense him as the source. So they go back to the gang. Um, oh, the princess is also told of Moroku's conclusions. Yeah, that little... You knew she was pumping her for information, that other servant. Mm-hmm. But trying to make it look like she wasn't. Who's the smartest one in this group that I can kill first? But she, I guess, later also revealed that she wants his power. Yeah. But, um, oh, the uh, while everyone was gone, Madame Exorcist was throwing salt on everybody. <laughs> yes, and they're just sitting there like, okay, I don't really feel any different. <laughs> they were getting mad at Inuyasha for being all honest with her about how bad she is earlier, but now they're finally like, you know, <laughs> now you're and just annoying. She actually seemed kind of like, oh, really? It's purification salt? It's my best salt. I've been using it for... <laughs> Decades. And Inuyasha gets chased around. The, Again. <laughs> the little hut until he gets sit. Hides behind Kagome. <laughs> so then Moroku's been requested by the princess to come alone. <laughs> Sango says, you're not going alone, are you? Come on. We've been through this before. Yes. <laughs> and then in what I'm pretty sure is a love confession that falls on deaf ears, he says, my heart belongs to you. Don't yes. you worry. Yes. Just because I nail this other broad doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> But she's just like, I'm not even... <laughs> she's, yeah, so mad. Um, but Inuyasha, misreading the situation, says uh, eh, he's strong enough to go by himself, I'm sure. It's <laughs> fine. Sango's luck. <laughs> <laughs> she gets cat eyes. Yes. And Inuyasha, I think, hides behind Kagome again. Yes. <laughs> Madame Exorcist gives Moroku some salt in a little packet yes. and says, it's dangerous to go alone, take this. <laughs> some of my worthless purification salt. <laughs> it's my one chance to be useful and it doesn't work. Yeah. Moroku's taken to a creepy downstairs basement mm-hmm. where he doesn't stab the princess in the back. And immediately. <laughs> she just takes him to um, where a bunch of dead bodies of previous monks have tried to exercise the place and have failed. And uh, <laughs> she leans real close to him. And oh. Yeah. And that's where he's paralyzed. Yes, and then we get the bumper. Yeah, the bumper at this moment. And it's like, we're ready to roll credits in two minutes. Why are you? <laughs> oh, it was her all along. <laughs> so Sango's angry, just waiting by herself while Inuyasha annoys her further by saying, he's probably nailing that broad right now. And I... I wrote down that Inuyasha is sassy in this episode. Yep. He's in a, he's he's a real in a bad mood. attitude. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It reminds me of old Inuyasha. Yes. It's very, I mean, it's not out of character. <laughs> he's just, I mean, I guess maybe way more talkative. Maybe he's just snapping the comebacks. Because usually he'll say a few things, but then he like sulks and sits in the open door. Maybe it's just the presence of the old woman that set him on edge. Uh, yeah, he's 
he's got a lot to say, a lot of snarky comments. And Shippo's like, no, I, I even think Moroku would keep his eye on the task because of this giant aura that's around us. And it's like, no, 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 he's so perverted. <laughs> I think in the third translation, he outright just says, like, he's probably touched her butt by now. And that's <laughs> when Kagome has had enough and says, sit again. <laughs> And at least Madame Exorcist knows what's up. And Sango's refusing to go help him. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt him. Oh, yeah. And then the, the Lord, doesn't he come out and yep. transform? He's uh, busy killing people, and he has a woman by the hair. He's yes. dragging. And uh, transforms into a, into a giant red devil. Yeah, so Inuyasha's like, hey, yeah, it was him all along. Yeah, even if he didn't think that, the fact that a woman is in peril, I think, is going to keep him there fighting him because, you know, he, he don't like that. But uh, And it looks like he does not let go. I don't know. You probably didn't watch the preview. Oh, oh he's had has her head the whole but fight. they're fighting, and he is hanging on to that lady. Oh. <laughs> in the manga, she's probably loses her head. No, I, he's still holding her definitely at the end of the episode. I didn't think... We'd be yeah, all no, Christopher just... Pike about it. Yeah. Uh, Moroku's paralyzed, but he throws the salt in her face, revealing the princess's true form, which is a uh, pretty smoking hot blue demon. You think so? Uh, she's all right. Maybe yeah. I'm just thinking I want to watch uh, Darling in the Franks again because Zero Two is uh, <laughs> hot when she's all red. She's no Zero Two. No. <laughs> well, I'll talk to Crunchyroll about that snubbing her sick of this but he still can't move so he's in a real pickle and then um, the gang squares off for a battle upstairs uh, uh, no one's around to help Maroku how's he gonna get out of this hopefully that uh, Madame Exorcist snuck something onto his person to <laughs> charm it well, like I in Dead Alive even when he threw the salt the subs that I saw said, like, oh, you know, good thing I added my own. Yeah, thanks for, I would have forgotten to mention that, because that's what I was getting at, that she had one one chance to be useful, but in every translation they say, no, Moroku fixed it. It's him. It's all him. So, well, maybe it's because she gave him that little packet to throw. At least there's that. Yeah, and if he wouldn't have had that to put his own mixture in, then he wouldn't have been able to throw it at her. <laughs> I guess we'll just say that. Sure. Just don't want to shame an old woman for being useless. And I, I really do not remember this episode. It's kind of one-offy. I mean, it's so a two-parter, but... I, I really have no recollection of how they get out of this. Oh, good. It's pretty well, unfamiliar to me. I'm sure I've seen it. Maybe it's one of the ones I've only seen once. Well... It makes me hopeful for season four. Or maybe there was a jump. There might have been like a small couple episode jumps where Toonami stopped showing, but before my other DVDs picked up. Oh, maybe. So I could have a few episodes I'm missing. Oh, this will be really exciting for you then. It's like finding new episodes of Inuyasha. Yeah. Like she looked sort of familiar to me, but it's really not... Nothing's ringing a bell with me yeah. in this episode. That's okay. I'll be this episode's lone defender. There were no comments for this episode on the Reddit. Oh. Uh, recap. I thought it was good. Oh, good. I liked it. It was fun. It's, yeah, it's a really good team dynamic. No one's like 
the star. It was funny. Mm-hmm. There were some really great facial expressions. You didn't hate Shippo? I didn't. He was he was a little sassy too, and not in an annoying way. Like you said, classic Inuyasha adventure. So yeah, it is kind of nice. I can't wait till they finally realize that uh, they need to go to the wolf tribe in the north and uh, find Naraku, because that's where he's been this whole time. Mm. But uh, maybe we'll find that out. Maybe. And they'll cut Koga's legs and take those shards back. We're going to complete the jewel shard. Yeah, and then Koga will have to run like the Horde in that awful glass movie. I did not care for glass. Oh, I didn't see glass because I heard. Uh, probably from you. Oh, maybe it I... was me. Oh, you know what? No. My friend's daughter went and saw it. I thought it was worse than meh. And she had a, she had some problems with it. Her boyfriend really liked it, but she had... There are a lot of people who are charmed by that movie, and I don't see it. Mm. But anyway, um, I guess that's the end of the episode. Uh, Lindsay, uh, is there anything else you would like to say? Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, see you next time, everybody. Uh, goodbye.